I like the attire, like I already mentioned. Like I like to wear jackets, I like pants. I am probably like a basic white dude, I you guess. Are. Yeah, that's a right. basic white hipster. <laughs> King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pints and Putts. Been a couple weeks. We've been busy with our normal job, you know, making videos for other people. Yeah. Leaving leaving ourselves short as it seems to happen more times than not, but yeah. it is what it is. Justin hasn't been playing like any golf. Nope. I uh, well, that's not true. I played a lot of golf up until last week. Two weeks ago, too. Yeah, I was playing. Yeah, at least two times a week. Well, we filmed a video, another match with yeah. with not not the best two out of three, a different match. And I don't think you had played much before that match. And that was like two weeks ago almost. No, I had. You had? Yeah. Well, because that day you said, I haven't been playing. Right. But that was, I hadn't played that week. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When is you the last time you played? You just love fucking calling me out on not playing golf. What huh? do you mean? That's yeah. Every episode, that's what you start with. No. What yeah. are you talking about? Let, go back. Justin hasn't been playing any golf. I bet you it's in... The last probably uh, three episodes. I mean, we'll have to, you know, we'll have to <laughs> check on that one. When is the last time you played? Last Wednesday. When was what was last Wednesday? Last Wednesday, I played in that uh, charity. Oh, right, 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 right. For, uh, charity best ball. And then before that, was it the match? No, I played on um, what Saturday. Um. So yeah, fall is. I mean, I think yesterday. Well, so when this comes out, two days ago was the first day of fall. So I just kind of wanted to talk about like all things fall, fall golf, you know, especially up here in New England. Like that's a fall's a big thing. Yeah. So what are you excited about just in general for the fall and for fall golf? As far as fall golf goes, I it's probably my favorite time of year to play golf. Um, temperature wise, it just happens to be in like you know that really good range of temperatures, and you know your September, October, end of October starts getting a little bit cold, and then November, you know, starts getting really cold. But mm-hmm. you get that solid the end of September, pretty much the whole month of October, where it's just really nice weather out wise to play. You know, you get the temperatures from the spring, but the conditions left over from the summer. So Mm -hmm. the courses are still nice and lush. Everything's grown in. It's super beautiful because of all of the foliage. So Mm -hmm. while you're out there, it's very enjoyable just to spend the time outside. Mm -hmm. um, And your condition, your playing conditions are still some of the best of the year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I'm looking forward to having like a nice hot coffee. Yeah. Early morning golf, wearing a quarter zip. Yeah. Well, I could do without the quarters. I, like I hate, wearing a quarter I hate zip. having layers on playing golf. But Only two layers. It doesn't matter. It still feels mm-hmm. restricting. You got to get less restricting clothes. <laughs> I, it's just one of those things. I think that uh, clothes, no, is, it's clothes is restricting in general. No. I mean, I like I like wearing the vest. I have this like poofy vest. Yeah, I don't do the vest. Though. I like the vest. There's just something about it sometimes, you know, or it's just like. Fall fall attire is, is is a look. I like wearing pants, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to wear pants. 
pants and a polo, but I think the quarter zip looks cool. I think the quarter zip looks great. I just don't I just don't love the playing part of it. No, I get that. I can respect that. And then, yeah, I mean, I I will agree on the aspect of like just visually aesthetics like New England golf in the fall is is really something to experience if you for whatever reason are listening to the this podcast and never have. I would highly recommend you make a trip out to New England and play some golf in the fall. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of our claim to fame is, you know, the fall foliage, all the leaf peepers yeah. come up and check everything out. And why not check out the foliage while playing around? Like mm-hmm. That's probably one of the most enjoyable ways that you can see the foliage and take it all in. It's always cool when, like, they start actually falling and the wind's blowing and, like, the leaves yeah. are just, like, blowing through the wind. I will say, like, comes to fall... you. Hopefully your game's dialed in enough that you're hitting most of the fairways because as soon as those oh, leaves start yeah. falling, like that is the downfall. Like as pretty as it is, you lose you, a lot of golf can, balls. Can, leaf rule. Some golf balls. There is a um, leaf rule. There, yeah, that's a that's a New England thing. That's a New England thing. Like like a good example would be if you're in like a few trees, but not the woods. Yeah. Like 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 if you if you hit a ball on three at Manchester right, and you couldn't find it, that ball shouldn't be missing. It's right. probably maybe covered. Right, right. But if you hit that ball into the woods, there's no, obviously no right. Leaf no, hole. it's it's one of those like if the if the whole group kind of agrees that your ball was right in that general area, yeah, and yeah. you can't find it because of the leaf. Then you'll usually, as long as you're not playing with a bunch of douches, you'll uh, be able to kind of just drop your ball. And drop your ball. Take. You know, no penalty. But I will say, like, most of the courses up here do a really good job. They're out there leaf-blowing every morning, yep. pushing everything out to the sides. So, you know, you still you still are finding most of your balls out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more it's more or less like if you were to play, like, an e- like a later-in-the-day round type of deal. Yeah. And there's yep. been, like, more leaves falling. Anyways, we're talking about leaf rule too much. I know. Well, I mean, it's a thing. And, and to go, just to go on with that, there's a, there's a myth out there that supposedly playing a red golf ball is like the easiest to find in fall which i think is stupid because there's a well, lot the, of red the, leaves. yeah but the leaves aren't really red when they fall to the ground no but i think a white ball sticks out way more than a red ball in the leaves i've never played a red ball except for that time we played in the snow snow yeah no I so just i don't rem- know i just remember we played that round last year and uh um one of the guys we were playing with brought out the red balls he's like these are the easiest to find and I think he lost more golf balls than anyone that day. Mm, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, like a yellow ball or a green ball, imagine. Or, I mean, an orange ball. Yeah, no chance of finding yeah. it. Um, what are, is, are there any other weird rules with the fall? I mean, there's winter rules, but we're not in winter yet, so. I don't, I don't really think there's any real, I mean. Just leaf rule, right? Yeah, realistically, I mean, obviously, like you'll have more obstructions on the green and you may have to move, you know, some leaves out of the way and stuff like that. I don't know if that counts. But, um, like, there's not, there's really not too much different that comes Mm -mm. from, from playing. Like, you know, obviously, like, in the spring, you'll play kind of like, uh, roll your ball over, you know, clean, lift clean place in the fairways. Yeah, yeah. You don't do that in the fall. No. So... There's really well, no well okay, rules. so what are what are the big differences that you see like fall golf compared to summer golf? Like the 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 biggest thing that comes to mind first of all is like early morning. There's dew. There's way more dew and it lasts longer. Yeah, 
Agreed. hundred percent agree with that. Um, but if you're, I mean, it doesn't, other than wanting to have waterproof shoes, I don't think it really makes a big difference because they're out there rolling the green still yeah. and everything. So it doesn't, doesn't affect playability much. No, no. But I guess like that was really what I was just trying to talk about was. With that difference? Well, waterproof shoes, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's definitely, like definitely water, a thing. Waterproof shoes is a good thing to have in the fall because otherwise your feet will get wet and then cold. Mm-hmm. What are some golf courses that you want to try and play up here this fall in New England? You know, we had talked about playing Crump and Fox. Yep. Um, going up there to see the foliage, and I think that that would still be a really, really good one to play. Um, and probably actually fairly soon because they'll they'll be hitting foliage before us. Right. Um, um, I want to play that. Remember that? Golf course that the that guy told us about at Northfield Shattuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Shattuck Mountain. Yeah, it's on the side of a hill. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, I'd I'd like to play that golf okay. course. Yeah, we could probably make that happen. That's like I think that's in. I don't think that's technically in Mass. What's in Vermont? Vermont or New Hampshire? Okay, because that corner is right there. Yeah, yeah. The little notch. Right. We'll, have to, we'll have to look that one up. We'll have to look that one up. But that I I'm I think I had looked it up after he told us about it and like it looks really beautiful. If I remember correctly. Yeah. And something actually just thinking about it because we brought up the whole Vermont thing is um there's this is the kind of time of year that most of those courses start getting put to bed up there because um, they get put to bed a lot earlier because they actually cover greens. So if you oh, are wow. if you are planning a trip to golf for new england like that's something definitely to check and consider we uh like like um you know bob fay was saying that he's going up to play uh stratton this weekend yeah and they were saying that i think it's the last weekend that the course is open up there oh wow because those greens they actually put like almost like a pool cover tarp over them huh so they have a schedule no matter what they have to put that stuff out there just in case they get some snow well, because, yeah, I'm sure the winters are even more brutal up there. Yeah. And they probably obviously get a lot more snow because they're more north. So that would make sense. Interesting. I didn't know that. Shattuck Golf Club is in New Hampshire. Okay. Jaffrey, it's, New Hampshire. Yeah, near Monadnock, right, I think? Um, I, yep, it's like right next door to Monadnock. Just, just over the mass border there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that'd be a good one. You know, I mean, that could be a that could be a thirty six day where you go play crumping and yeah. Shattuck well, the, the only problem that's another thing with fall golf is like you have less daylight. So I don't know. I mean, you yeah. have to get up. You get a you get a eight a.m. tea time, play eighteen, and then drive up, and it's not getting dark till six thirty. You got plenty of time. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. That would be that would be a sick day that'd be a cool a cool little trip to make up there mm -hmm. um what about connecticut any connecticut golf courses that you'd like to play in the fall maybe connecticut national mm -hmm. that's up there in that quiet corner uh that's near putnam it's in putnam right it's in putnam yeah it's out literally in the middle of nowhere down like a dirt road and everything so it'd definitely be a very pretty course to play yeah. in the fall um and everyone i know that has played that course this year says the conditions all year long have been phenomenal mm -hmm. so i wouldn't expect anything less 
A golf course that I would like to just play in general that we haven't because we've heard a lot about it is Keeney. Oh, yeah. And I think that might be a pretty cool golf course to play in the fall. I actually had looked on their website today just to look at like tee times and stuff. And it looks like they are doing airification on the 27th and 28th. Okay. So just to keep that in mind for if we were to go play there, we would either want to do it before, which probably at this point wouldn't happen. Right. Or after. Something and else see, that I just thought of when you were saying that, because you were asking like, what's cool oh, about fall golf, golf and what what uh, what makes fall golf different is you can play some pretty cool courses at reduced rates. Yeah, in the fall because you get past their peak season. Yep. So if it's one of those things where you're looking to like get out on a course, you don't want to pay full rates. Like, keep an eye out for when their rates reduce because like. If you hop in like the week after their weights, their rates reduce, you can play the golf course in still like pristine condition. Yeah, at a at a good arguably deal. like a cooler condition because of the foliage sometimes and stuff like that. Yep. One golf course that like as you were saying that I've I remember remembered that I've played before that I think that you should play is the ranch, mm-hmm. and I think that they kind of do something similar like they have a reduced fall rate. I mean, that's a really cool golf course. And I think that would be a really beautiful golf course to play in the fall as well. Yeah. But I mean, obviously we're adding more to the list here, so we'll see what actually happens. Right. Right. You know, what could be a cool late fall course to play is go down and play Shinnecasset because Mm -hmm. that course stays open later because it's right down on the water. So it stays a little bit warmer. Don't they stay open all year round? Like weather permitting? Yeah. Weather permitting, they're open pretty much all year round and they actually don't get a ton of snow because it's on the shoreline. So Mm -hmm. that course will stay open a lot more, which is another, you know, Don Ross course. So that's a, that's definitely a cool track to go. It's like all like, like Bass River in on cape cod is a donald ross and they're open all year round yeah yeah any any of those courses down near the shoreland like the beginning of this year we ended up playing some golf down that way because that's the first courses that open up what was that laurel um, uh laurel laurel Hill, yeah that wasn't laurel, quite laurel that, that was further down south for sure but i'd like to oh i played a golf course in like january oh yeah out in uh Westerly. that was like on the that was on the shore. Yeah. That was okay. That yeah. was like, I would probably only go play that golf course like in the winter. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. That was actually a really warm day too. Yeah. We have those days. That's kind of what's kind of cool is, you know, we have those days where you'll get like a 60 degree day or, you know, upper fifties and it's not miserable out. Right. Right. You right. know, you wear, you wear two gloves so that your hands don't go numb and you're all right. You don't need two gloves in 60, 50, 60 degree weather. You think so? I don't know. I don't enjoy being cold. Oh, I kind of like the cold. Yeah. No, it fucking sucks. <laughs> fucking makes, sucks. makes your body hurt. The hot, the heat sucks. The heat's fine. I don't just like drink the heat. more water. You can just put more clothes on. Yeah, but then you can't swing because you're all bundled up. You go back to the layer thing. It sucks. I don't know. You're walking around like your body's like warming up. But yeah, I guess if like you're like you're probably you're still going to have to layer up. So if you don't like to wear layers, then like that's probably not enjoyable. It kind of sucks that we're already talking about like winter golf. It gets here quicker than like it's it's one of those things that summer always lingers for a long time. And then like fall hits, you have a month of nice weather in the fall and then it gets cold. 
And yep. it doesn't it, it getting cold doesn't mean the courses are closing because it doesn't mean that you're getting snow, but it just gets fucking cold. Yeah. And it's one of those, you know, I don't know. It just gets a lot less enjoyable at that port. At that port? Point. Port. <laughs> um, so when does I forget, when does our season technically end? Uh November fourteenth. Let's let's check that real quick. Fourteenth, fifteenth, somewhere around there. Yeah, November 14th. So we are less than two months away from the end of the season. Um, what do you want to accomplish before the end of the season that you haven't this year? I need to shave 0.7 strokes off of my handicap. Because you're at a 10.6? Correct. So just getting like a 9.9 is it for you? That'll be fine. My goal was to get into the single digits. I mean, that's just squeezing it in there. That does it. That does do that it. Does it? So that what was it going to take? Do you think? Um, I mean, let's be honest. Neither of us has pra- have, have practiced nearly as much as we did last year. No, no, it's been busy. Um, and we have a freaking putting green in the office that, like, neither of us has really been using. Yeah. No. Um, definitely, I. You know. The last two weeks I've been getting out to the range, which has been nice. Um, but that's really what it's going to come At Manchester? Yeah. That's really what it's going to come down to because, um, you know, I got to get the work in. And that's that's where it's been. By the way, he still hasn't bought new irons. No, no. But we covered that. I wasn't going to buy new irons. I know. I, just, I, was just, I was just looking at our podcast the other day and I was like, that is just hilarious that like for the longest time we talked about how you need to not 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 only us but jordan too was like you need to get new irons and then you get fitted and then you don't want what you get fitted with and then jordan's like oh why don't you just wait for all these other new clubs it's just ironic yeah no it was one of those things i wasn't going to be seeing my new clubs until mid-october if i had ordered them so yeah so if i had ordered them when i got fitted i wasn't going to be seeing them until mid-october um number one i didn't really like the clubs i got fitted for number two i just didn't think it was worth it to put that order in get those clubs and then basically go into winter hibernation Mm -hmm. i'd much rather wait to try the newer clubs coming out and and figure out you know what i wanted to do and get something for the new year yeah i yeah i i didn't see any value for me in um getting a mid-october right yeah i think if you're interested in, in listening to that podcast or hearing more about why you didn't get those irons you should go listen to that podcast because i feel like anything we talk about now is just gonna be said just, that was yeah, yeah it was already said it was already then. said um fall golf beers oh i mean so here's the thing we want to we want to try and do some sort of something around this topic but just briefly tell me what beers are you most excited about that you can only get in the fall to drink on the golf course? Just about any Oktoberfest. Um, honestly, it's it's Oktoberfest has been one of those beers since I turned twenty one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a little bit before then. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. That is one of those beers. Every year, I stock up around the season and i will i will have oktoberfest hoarded in my house that will last me well into the winter yep because i i absolutely stock up like we're we're already getting well into the oktoberfest 
beer season right now because those start coming out in September. Yeah, oh yeah. In September. Oh yeah, we're well older. into it. So, you know, that is one of my favorite beers, period. And then period. And then it's it's probably my favorite golf beer out there. You know, it's 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 enjoy like flavor wise, it's full body. It's just it it's just probably the best beer on earth. It's not too That's too my heavy. Opinion. Like it doesn't it's not it's not a double IPA or you know, a hazy IPA that just sits This heavy. is a lager, right? Yeah. So it just it's it's crisp, it's fall, it's it's perfect. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I actually had a dream like so I'm having some friends over. I had invited you, but you're busy on Sunday to watch football, smoke some meat, and I'm like planning to like go buy a bunch of Oktoberfest. Yep. Not even just like obviously for that, but to also just stock up on. And I think it was either last night or the night before I had a dream that like it was sold out everywhere. Mm. And I woke up and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> it was like, I didn't, get, I didn't get enough. No, I can, I can remember years where like, you know, I walk into a grocery store just to go grocery shopping and they have like the end re- end cap of like the last few cases of Oktoberfest and I'll mm-hmm. buy them just to stock up on them. Like that, this is... This is the best part of the year for that. I agree. Yeah. I think that is probably one of the only beers that, well, also go, like Goose Island, Bourbon oh, County. Yeah, That's yeah. another one, um, which is also kind of coming up too. Yeah, Black Friday. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's really, I don't. I don't really do seasonal beers other than October. First. No. Like I don't, I don't. I hate winter and Burb- lagers. I guess Bourbon County counts. Not a big too. fan on that stuff. I will say, like, I do tend to like get more stouts and porter. More stouts. I more don't stouts. really. I'm not a big porter. I used to like porters. I like the. I like the really like thick mouth feel, and obviously you don't get that from a porter. Um. Yeah, I feel like maybe I stock up more on those in the winter because they come out more. They do more of the limited stuff. Yeah. Um. But Oktoberfest is definitely something that, like, that's, like, the only seasonal beer that I can really think of. I mean, I guess sour. Like, I guess, like, I'm a, a seasonal beer drinker. Like, I, I, spring and summer, like, the, like, Juice Life by Amherst Brewings, like, that's, like, a great beer. Also, like, seltzers, too, in the summer. So, but I guess, like, that's kind of But that's the, not a particular seasonal beer. Like, you can get that all year long. You can. You can. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. I like get what you yeah. drink seasonally. You drink you drink seasonally. Things. I also do that with coffee too. Yeah. I actually I had a hot coffee the other day for the first time in a long time. I, and, yeah, I made French press um, the other day. And yeah, same. And uh, it was very enjoyable. I got my pumpkin coffee beans from Shelburne Falls. Basic, basic. That's basic, not ba- that's not basic. basic. It's delicious. Fucking I love I, I love pumpkin flavored Fucking shit. Basic. Justin hates pumpkin flavored shit. Which hey, shout out to Shelburne Falls. You should go watch the In Between Nines episode on our YouTube channel if you're not subscribed. King Wolf Creative on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I guess basic, but basic. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's good. It's the, the 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 thing with theirs is like the beans are flavored, right? So right. like, it's I don't the- like the sweet pumpkin. Although I do like pumpkin. Oh, I'm not. See, I don't. I don't really do the pumpkin beer either. So it's like that one's a little different. Yeah, I feel like I, I've had that. I'm just not. It's not my thing. The 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 pumpkin head's the big one. Yep, the pumpkin head. Um, the 
Um, well, obviously the shipyard. That is pumpkin. Has the pumpkin at the shipyard. Yeah. yeah the the what is Which, it? The brown oh, that's sh- in Maine. Brown sugar rims. That's in Maine. Is that where shipyard? Shipyard. Shipyard. If you're listening and you wanna, I don't know. Can we interview you? <laughs> Come on the podcast. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I like. No, I'm all, I'm all I, I mean, from what I remember, I think I like that beer. Yeah, I definitely have liked that beer previously in my life. I'm sure. So it would lead me to believe that I still like still it. Like it. Who is uh, who is Pumpkin? Is that Dogfish? No, that's that's uh, Southern Tier. Southern Tier. Okay. Because Dogfish had has a. Pump, uh, they all have sa- high, they, all. they have a highly sought after pumpkin one too. I can't remember what it is. Oh, you know who else has some really good pumpkin uh, pumpkin beer? Is like I think it's like Cambridge Brewing Company. It's like the Great Pumpkin or something. I don't know. You wouldn't know because you don't. Yeah, I don't do the pumpkin thing. Great Pumpkin Christmas Ale. That's interesting. Oh wait, no, that's not what I'm talking Pump- about. The Great Pumpkin. That's not who I think. Okay, so you said Dogfish. Dogfish. I was thinking they were pumpkin. That's why I was. Man, this is the oh, it's just a pumpkin ale. I feel like this is the f- the first time in a long time we're actually talking about beer. I know. We need to talk about beer more often. Um, pumpkin. That's dogfish. Pumpkin. Just pumpkin ale. Yeah. It's been a while since I had this. Oh, the great yeah, the great pumpkin ale. I knew it was something. That's what? That's the Southern Tier? No, that's that's the Cambridge Brewing Company. Oh. I can't really, I mean, like, I haven't had their stuff in a long time, so, I'm like, my palate is probably, obviously, like... Developed? Developed, so... I mean, I, I knew what good beer was back then, and, uh, I mean, I assume it's still good, but... Yeah. I like the pumpkin. I will leave that all for you. I like Oktoberfest, too, though. Yeah, no. I'll fight you over that one. <laughs> I mean, there's enough. There's enough to go around. Um, so other than pumpkin flavored beers, <laughs> wait, there's not. It's not just. Oh, you know what's another another alcoholic beverage that I tend to actually now. It has to be not super sweet, but ciders. I. <sighs> I like ciders. Like the big like going to the big E getting like like if I had to just get three drinks, mm-hmm. I'd probably I don't know. This is probably this is probably not true. But like Oktoberfest for sure. A pumpkin beer with the, the thing, the ring. And a cider? And probably a cider. I'm I'm not a huge a cider pumpkin fan cider. When it comes to the ciders, like somebody makes a really good pumpkin cider that I, I can't remember. That sounds weird. It's actually really good. What but is, you wouldn't like it. What is a pumpkin cider? It's just like a cider like? flavor. Like it's cider. So it's flavored with pumpkin. So it's like apple, pumpkin, apple. Well, yeah, apple, like a pumpkin. cider is like every cider is like apples, right? Well, no, you got pear ciders. You got. Well, okay. But yeah. It's not a. It's not. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. There is. That's why I was clarifying. It's an apple pumpkin. I'm cider. pretty sure. I don't okay. know how you would. No. Yeah. There's no way because pumpkin isn't like doesn't have that like tartness. So there's no way. So it's probably just cider flavored pumpkin, pumpkin flavored pumpkin flavored cider. All right. No, yeah, I I I do enjoy a cider every once in a while, but it's got to be extremely extremely tart. 
So like I gravitate. Which is so weird that you don't like wine. No. I don't like the way wine makes me feel more than anything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's too sugary. gives you a freaking headache. It Like, I don't enjoy. Oh, you're not talking about the wine drunk. You're talking about like after. All of it. All of the above. I feel like it just leaves you dehydrated, freaking feel light, like lightheaded and uh i feel like a wine buzz is like the most relaxing like feeling it's just chill like just chill like i don't want to like go party when i drink wine i just want to like chill see i would rather like sip on a whiskey as far as chill drunk or chill buzz i can agree with that but i still think that wine a wine buzz is like the most chill yeah. yeah, I tend to. I tend to get I mean, lightheaded. Yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone reacts differently. But um, would you say the other day and there's an ass for every seat? Yeah. What were you saying? What were, what were you saying? Oh, I was uh, I was talking ciders. So like for me, I think you were saying something side, before that. But anyways, oh maybe cider. Um, like it's got to be really really tart, and I tend to like like the pear ciders more because they're charter and it's a different kind of flavor profile right overall it's a different fruit yeah so so (laughs) i i I gravitate more towards something along those lines than just a cider you like a dry or dry yeah yeah yeah. you i swear to god you were saying you were gonna say something else i'm sure i was i was talking about the big e or or maybe you were gonna i don't know nope i'm going to the big e for the second time this weekend nice um so that will be fun you know what you know what they should have at the biggie mini Mini golf golf. 100 percent, 100 percent. that'd be sick yeah yeah i mean if they could do like a whole course it'd be yeah yeah sweet yeah yeah Yeah. might be uh might be something to look into right there little pints and putts mini golf at the biggie pretty freaking cool huh interesting i don't know how you would go about that but probably make it we got some connections that we could uh Look into that. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's actually <laughs> a good idea to look into. That's not a bad idea. Um, I feel like you were gonna say something about, or like, like recap, like you were like talking about the things that we had talked about. Maybe that just happened in my mind. I don't know. Oh no, I was gonna say something because I had said, you know, other than yes, fall beers, golf course, golf course weather changing. I don't know. You were going to talk another fall thing. I know. And I don't remember now. But I guess what... So New England overall. What are the big fall things other than like, you know, Oktoberfest beers, foliage? Like what is there to look forward to? What do you look forward to with the fall? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just like the... It's just like a, it's like a, a, I don't even know what it is. It's like a vibe. I I like hate to like, you know, sound like that, but it it is like a, it's like a thing. It's like an aesthetic that I, I can't like, just like really put into words. Like it's something about like early mornings and not even, they're not even really that early. It just feels early. It feels earlier. I like seeing like the sunrise. That's like one of my favorite things to do. 
and like I get to see it more often because like I wake up usually around like six o'clock and like it's dark and like it gets it gets dark it gets light later so it's like just a cool thing to like experience especially like driving around driving around some of the back roads um especially like up in like western mass like real western massachusetts like the berkshires that's really cool um the i like the attire like i already mentioned like i like to wear jackets I like pants i am probably like a basic white dude i you guess are. yeah that's a basic right. white hipster <laughs> but no because the reason i was asking is like Say someone's to plan, they don't live in the area. They're to plan a trip. So this is—we're not talking about golf. We're just talking about New England. Well, I'm—I'm talking about you plan a trip to come up. You're going to play some golf. Oh, you're going to play some golf. What are some other things that you can do in the area? Um. So if I mean, I guess it's hard for me to like give a recommendation as far as like, because I would say the place to go would be like the Berkshires, Mm -hmm. right, or Western Massachusetts. But I don't have a ton of experience with golf courses up in that area, really. You know, right. maybe a few. Right. But like, I guess um, if they were to come just into the like the Springfield, Hartford area, I would obviously say you have to go to the Biggie. Yep. Without a doubt. Um, that's definitely something that I think you should do. Um, there's a, I forget what it's called, but it goes through like North Adams. There's just like a scenic road that like you can drive through. It goes like near Mount Greylock and stuff. If you look it up, it's, I forget what it's called, but that would be something to do up in this part of this, you know, new England. Um, I would say go find like a little coffee shop and sit outside. I don't know. Something like about a warm coffee in the morning when it's like cool out, like even going to Shelburne falls in East long meadow and they got their little patio thing out there and they'll leave it open for, you know, probably another month or so just going there really early in the morning, getting a cup of coffee and sitting out there is it's a, Again, it's like a vibe. No, you know? I and I'll agree with that. Like, I find that having a hot coffee on a cool morning, yeah, it's just like That's, this feeling that you're not I look getting somewhere else. And you know, it's the same thing as we were talking about with the beers. Like having an Oktoberfest this time of year, like it's you know you got that malty lager that just kind of like warms you up a little bit, and it's just got that full flavor where you know. The weather outside and everything is kind of cool, so you're kind of shivered up, closed yeah. up, and it just helps to open you up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I don't know. This is this might be weird for me to say, but I feel like fall for in New England is like our summer because there's all these fairs that are usually going on and all this stuff. You got like corn mazes and hay rides and haunted hay rides and apple picking pumpkin. You got you have there's so many activities that you can do in the fall in New England that it just feels like. It's almost like our summer. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. I mean, you know, you got, and this is, you know, everyone talks about the seasons in New England, and that's the whole thing that that's you know, the big keeps appeal people to here. It, right? That's the appeal. That's what everyone loves, and it's we have our different seasons of our things to do. But I'll agree that I feel like the fall is the most packed season. Yeah, you know, obviously winter you've got skiing and snowmobiling and snowboarding and all of that stuff. Summer you've Some got people the beaches, do ice and- springs. Spring's probably the worst season out of New England. Yeah. Um, but I feel like fall, there's just, there's something for everyone in fall. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's like the most, and maybe it, maybe it feels like that because it, like fall actually lasts the normal length of time that a season would, but it feels like it doesn't because like you said, like 
it's it's only like perfect weather for really like three weeks, three, four weeks. And then the foliage is only there for like, you know, two, three, four weeks, maybe max. Yeah. So it's like, it don't, it doesn't feel like it's that long. So it feels like there's a lot going on in like a month period, like between now and really the end of October. Yeah. There's a little, I guess like maybe the first couple of weeks into November too, but I think it's the last hurrah for everybody to do things outside. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, I think that sometimes us living in New England, like we lose a little bit of sight of that because we're also all preparing, whether it's like preparing our houses and our yards for the winter or right. mentally preparing for the cold. Like, yeah, sometimes we just need to take that step back and enjoy it and like, you know, get those last rounds of golf in, get yep. out on the courses, enjoy it and make sure that you're taking full advantage of being outdoors for the last kind of comfortable time of the year. Yeah. I mean, to kind of go back to like planning a trip, if you were to plan a trip to New England, like again, this would be the best time of year to come because of the reasons that we already said. It's beautiful. You're getting cheaper rates. There's a lot of things to do. You can like, you could come up if you have a family or whatever, you could come up with a group of people who like, Maybe there's only a few of you that play golf. There's other things to do here that those other people who don't play golf could go do, experience the, uh, you know, the area and all that stuff. It's kind of like what we talked about with like Salty, you know, like, and all these other people, and Patty, like, you know, there's, you go to these places to experience the culture and like fall, and obviously this whole podcast is talking about that, Yeah. but like that is like, this. that's New England. Oh yeah, 100%. That's- and I would... I would say, like, if you're to come to New England in the fall, I mean, I would recommend coming more towards, like, the western part of, like, Massachusetts, you know, northern part of Connecticut, um, you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. I wouldn't necessarily say go to Cape Cod in the fall. It will be less busy, but you're not going to get that full, like, New England autumn, fall experience. And you may get, I'm sure you're going to obviously get those experiences in like upstate New York and all that Mm -hmm. stuff too. But yeah. Yeah. No. And what's, what's cool is that because there's enough like time difference between when Maine and Northern Vermont and everything get foliage, like they start a lot earlier. Oh yeah. They already probably are like peak. They're they're probably peak right now. Especially like, up near Bar Harbor. Yeah, there's a there's a time like no matter what time you're planning a trip to New England for the fall, there there's there's a long period of time. Yeah, I mean you could go early and you go northern, and then obviously like it works its way down. So, I mean I feel like recently I've been seeing like stuff up in the Berkshires and like su- southern Vermont. So like anywhere north of that probably is already. Yeah, I think I think if you're north of like mid Vermont, New Hampshire, you're probably past peak foliage season already. I don't know about past peak. You're maybe in it, yeah, in it. Or getting close. Yeah. Getting close to it. Yeah. Getting pretty close. Like maybe like another week you'd be peak. Yeah, cuz like last year we had gone up to the Adirondacks the third week in october and they the leaves were already all off the trees oh really yeah when we went to the white mountains it was still it was like just past yeah so So there was some stuff but they were pretty much all down by that point so it's definitely you know everyone thinks october fall uh you know halloween 
but Halloween's at the end of October. October. So if you're if you're planning something for there, there's a very good chance you already yeah. missed that. Yeah, and it's pretty cold that time yeah, of year too. Is. But yeah, uh, if you don't watch us on YouTube, you should. We put out a really cool video actually last week. Was that last week? I can't remember. Um, we had our buddy Tom come and do some FPV drone stuff. I guess we could briefly just touch on that. Like, if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, what well, you know, you want to explain what FPV drone is to the yeah, people who so, may not know or maybe didn't see the video? So, definitely um, go check out the video because it will make a lot more sense once you see it. Um, but the FPV drones are something that has become much more popular in the video production world. Yep. Um, so the big difference between an FPV drone and just kind of the normal drone shots you see is they are much faster. They are much more nimble and can do moves that a normal drone absolutely could not do. So we had put together a little kind of challenge thing where we wanted to try and chase the golf ball with the FPV drones. Um, and in the process of doing that with Tom, who is a phenomenal FPV drone pilot, um, we got some cool shots chasing the golf balls. And we also got some views of the course that you will never see from any other angle of view. Yeah. So if FPV stands for first person view. Yes. So basically like it's, I don't know if anybody has ever seen this, but they used to do, I don't know if they still do it like racing, mm -hmm. FPV racing drones. So basically now what's, what has happened is people are putting cameras onto those drones mm -hmm. and they're getting these like really crazy cool movements going in through the trees and getting really close to objects that you're not able to do with a regular drone. So like regular drones are really awesome because you can get these like you can get a view that that you're not used to seeing, you know, aerial views and really cool, smooth parallaxing and all cinematic these weird. Yeah, very cinematic yeah. FPVs a lot more intense they use it a lot in action sports um you've actually we've actually been seeing it a lot more in like pga promos mm -hmm. i've been seeing i've been noticing that they're using fpv stuff to flyovers of courses and stuff like that i've seen golf brands using them in commercials so definitely a really cool thing to check out if uh you know you're interested in that i would highly recommend you, you go check out that video yeah and uh you'll see tom with his uh wild looking goggles yep yep, yep and yep. uh it's it's a it was a it was a fun time it is incredibly hard to try and line up the timing of the drone the flying by ball. making impact yeah, the golf ball. and and getting it all to look good and um, then hitting a good shot when you're yeah. trying to not think yeah three two one go <laughs> so it is a, it was definitely a challenge but it was it was it was a lot of fun yeah um, but yeah, more videos to come. Um, and I, I think that about wraps up this video. If you aren't subscribed to the podcast or follow it wherever, whatever the thing is on the platform that you listen to, we would appreciate it if you do. We would also appreciate a rate and review. Um, if you're interested, we have merchandise up on the website, kingwolfcreative.com slash the shop. Check it out. What do we have on there? We got hats we've got stickers and we've got pint glasses it's been the same shit forever